Welcome to the State of Chiropractic Podcast. This is presented by the Chiropractic Defense Council, and I am your host, Baron Hoig, and I am thrilled you've joined us today. In the chiropractic profession, we understand the importance of staying informed, staying connected, and staying inspired. That's actually why we created this podcast. It's a platform dedicated to exploring the defense of chiropractic and how it affects your ability to serve the communities that you live in. In each episode, we're gonna dive deep into the latest issues surrounding the profession, industry trends, legislative developments that have shaped the landscape of our profession. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews with renowned experts, practitioners, and advocates who are driving innovation and positive change within our profession. Our mission at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to provide a voice for chiropractors everywhere, defending your rights, promoting patient-centered care, and championing the value of chiropractic in the healthcare ecosystem. Through this podcast, we aim to educate, empower, and organize the chiropractic community. So whether you're a seasoned chiropractor looking to expand your knowledge or an ally of the profession, you're in the right place. We are here to share insights, debunk myths, and spark meaningful conversations that will shape the future of the profession. Before we begin, a special thank you to our incredible profession who make this podcast possible. Your commitment is truly commendable, and we could not do it without you. So... Get ready to embark on an enlightening journey as we explore the state of chiropractic. Together, we'll uncover untold stories, discover groundbreaking research, and delve into the fascinating world of chiropractic. And don't forget to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, stay connected with us through our website and social media channels where you can share your thoughts, ask questions, suggest topics for future episodes. So thank you again for joining us today. Now let's dive into the world of chiropractic and embrace the limitless possibilities it holds. Welcome to the State of Chiropractic podcast. As always, we have so much going on, uh, everything from COVID 2.0 all over the world to matters in the United States with animal chiropractic and getting our uh, chiropractic into the military. In Canada, we still have our two major lawsuits. I have some updates for those. And in Australia and New Zealand, we are moving forward with our Operation Free Speech. So, so much going on as always. So please make sure you pay attention to your country or the whole thing if you want to stay up to date on everything that we're doing at the Defense Council. So good morning. Uh, it's hard to believe we're already September 4th. It's uh, it's just a cr- crazy how fast the world is moving right now. Uh, but man, we uh, are so blessed as always uh, to be able to serve the way that we do. Um, there's just so much going on. So the intro today is just getting everyone to understand the importance of being informed on what's going on, but not overreacting to that information. Part of the reason that we're trying to create the Defense Council, and I keep pressuring you guys to share the word with your colleagues about who we are and get them to connect to us is so that we can create a little bit of normalcy to the the crazy things going on in the world, that you know there's an organization here to, to defend your rights, to be able to make sure that you are protected in the midst of all this craziness. Up to this point, you would look either to your national association or your state association, depending on where you are in the world, and sometimes you'd, you'd not feel great about that. Not that there's anything wrong with those organizations, but they really weren't equipped, and that really wasn't their job to be defending the individual rights. Um, and so that's why the Defense Council was created. So when we're embarking on this new COVID 2.0, I'm not telling you these things because I want to scare you or I'm trying to take advantage of fear. I want you to know that we're on top of it, that we're have the connections that we need to have, but you need to be aware of what's coming and why. We cannot be caught off guard like we were back in 2020 and 2021. So 
I want you to know I'm not freaking out about any of this stuff, but it does prove the point of why we need to continue to grow the people that are under our umbrella so that when we do strike, when we do move, we're not really taken off target because we have this massive influx of people all at one time. It's about making sure that we're growing this organization at a steady rate and we're able to communicate and keep information flowing in the ways that are necessary. So all of that to say in the intro is that I just, I want you to understand that none of this is doom or gloom. I'm not trying to send anyone back into PTSD where you're remembering how horrible it was, especially in Australia, New Zealand, um, back in 2021. So I, anyway, that's where we're at. <laughs> I'm not going to belabor that point any further, but now we're going to go ahead and get to our updates for this week. All right, New Zealand. Um, didn't end up having my call like I thought I was going to. I'm going to plan that again for this week. We need to catch up with our legal team as well as the association and, and let them know kind of the things that we're seeing and finding and make sure that we're equipping New Zealand just like we are everywhere else in the world. So I apologize. I don't have a lot for you this week. Um, I just got so busy with so many other things going on around the world. But I promise you, before I do a next recording, New Zealand will be a priority for me to give you information, update you on the things that we're seeing. I know we have legislation there. We have Operation Free Speech that's going there. Um, and so I just need to continue to, to connect with my team out there and make sure that everything is moving in the right direction. So I apologize. I don't have a lot of depth for you this week, but I promise when I come back at you in two weeks, I will have more subjects substance for you on what's going on in New Zealand. So, no, I love you. I appreciate you. And uh, we're continuing to make sure that your rights are protected in the midst of the craziness going on in the world. So, all right, have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Australia. Um, so I met with our attorney. We've got a couple good things that are going on right now with Operation Free Speech. We've had a couple providers um, that have received letters from Opera that we have worked with them and we are now pushing back. Um, and that's going well thus far. Our attorney says that they feel very well equipped um, with the information that both the provider and we have provided our legal team to be able to go back to Opera and express to Opera that they are not violating any rules. So that's kind of what we were wanting to get into. If you remember in the beginning, we were hoping there would be a couple opportunities to communicate with Opera and share with them just because they don't know it doesn't mean it isn't true. And it's an opportunity for us to educate. So we're excited about that. Um, also working with our legal teams uh, throughout all of Australia, preparing them on the stuff that we're seeing here in the United States on COVID 2.0. Um, I shared that information with you last week. I don't know what's happening. I'm coming out in October and I'm praying to God that they don't institute masks and all these vaccine requirements and all that craziness again. Um, but, you know, I, we're just waiting and seeing. We're getting feedback from a lot of different places here in the United States that they're planning on bringing back certain protocols like masking. And I don't know if they're going to be doing testing or things of that nature. Um, apparently, there's a new, you know, COVID strand. And of, of course, it's far more deadly than the previous one. So we need to take it serious and there needs to be vaccinations and all that. Same rhetoric. Um, but we're watching that. We're really collaborating with the other forces, other organizations that have been fighting these issues. Um, but I, I want you to know we're on it and we're going to keep tracking it. The minute we see anything, I will update you. I'll send an emergency email or something of that nature. But for right now, um, it seems like a lot of noise. We're waiting to see if things actually do happen. If you remember last time, it really struck here in the U.S. first and then it spread 
uh, as far as protocols and things of that nature. So um, we'll we'll let you know. But right now, it's all about organizing. We need to be prepared. If they're going to try to do what they did last time, we need to be really organized. Our legal team is ready. Um, obviously, we were successful in Australia the last time. We will be successful again. Um, but we want more people a part of what we're doing. We want more lives underneath our umbrella so that we can ensure that the care that you're providing maintains a priority in your communities. Um, we can't let fear really destroy that like it did last time. So be on the lookout, share with your colleagues. Um, we're here. We're, we're going to keep doing the work we've been doing. Um, and it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a phenomenal opportunity for us to come together and do something significant for, for your communities. So, all right, guys, that's it for Australia right now. We will be back at you in a couple of weeks. We love you. And, oh, and I'll be out there in October. Um, again, the first week of October or second week of October, I think I land in Australia on the 11th. Um, I will be in Gold Coast at the ACA uh, WFC event. And then I will be at the innate event in Melbourne or Gleeland, or I forget the name of that place. So forgive me, but I know it's uh, just about an hour South of, uh, of uh, Melbourne. So looking forward to seeing you guys. Hopefully I get an opportunity to see you when we're there. All right, guys, have a great couple of weeks. Canada, uh, guys, you know, you guys are, are the are the butt of uh, of all the talk right now with COVID 2.0, because apparently you guys are being ravaged with this new strain of COVID um, yet to really see any truth behind that. But that seems to be what's got the U.S. all fired up and considering implementing new COVID protocols and things like that. Um you know, it's craziness. I know it is. You know it is. I've been getting a lot of emails from people saying, how could they do this? What about all the research and data that's come out about masking or about vaccines? And there was this brand new UK study that showed the severity uh, or the deadliness of the of the vaccines the first time around. Um, it's pretty crazy statistics in that new piece. If you haven't seen it, Google it. It's from the United Kingdom, uh, and it talks about deaths related to those that were vaccinated. It measures it in 30 days out, 60 days out, 90 days out. Um, pretty alarming statistics, really, um, seeing how deadly that vaccine was. So I know all that stuff's out there. I know we have ample information to show that the shutdowns weren't effective, that masking wasn't effective, that vaccines aren't effective, but it doesn't stop these people from doing it. All we can do is be prepared to fight back, and that's what we're trying to do. I can't stop insanity from incurring. What I can do is protect it from affecting the people that we love, and that's why it's so important that we grow this network and we have people tied to us so that our attorneys, and we have some of the best attorneys in Canada right now. I love our team. They're very fired up. They're very powerful. They're very equipped to be able to do this work. Um, but when we're when, when I don't have the majority of the people under our umbrella, it makes it a little bit harder to do that. So please um, spread the word. I know you're hearing about it. It's all over social media about the potential of these things coming back. We want to be prepared. We want to make sure we're representing the largest group of people we can so it gives us a bigger voice. Um, in British Columbia, we are still, there's some movement with our x-ray issue. Um, there has been a provider that they're actually um, have filed charges against um, for violating this x-ray policy. It's given us a phenomenal opportunity to defend our position on that and to make the college have to hear all of the evidence that we've been trying to get them to see. So although, you know, normally having a, a provider be charged by the college is never a good thing, this is a phenomenal opportunity for us to really fight this issue and really not only 
in front of the college, but also in front of the ministry. So they can see kind of the insanity behind this policy. So we'll be updating you more on that. We're in the throes of that right now. Um, we're going to continue to fight that fight. I, I told you from the beginning, we're not going to stop until that policy is rectified in British Columbia. In um, Ontario, we we went through, we're waiting to hear back from the college on the final ruling. We feel that the case went really, really well. Uh, and let me be clear what I'm saying when I say it went really well, that even if we fully suspect that they're going to deny the appeal, right? That that it's still within the college and we don't expect the college to overturn itself. Um, but what happened was through the process of the trial, we really kind of baited the hook, if you will. We, we gave them enough rope and enough things happened that gave us ample opportunity to appeal outside of the college into the normal courts which is one of the things we wanted so that airs this laundry. It makes what's been happening within the Cairo, the chiropractic college, it makes it you know accessible to the ministry. Everyone's aware now of the behavior and it's been so meticulously documented in that initial appeal that it's not going to be near as expensive for us to be able to do the external appeal because we've already done all the work. So our legal team was very strategic knowing what we thought was going to happen, but we are waiting. Um, there is a possibility they come back and say, okay, um, I highly doubtful. I think we'll be going into another round, but this takes it outside of the college and allows us to really make this a public matter, which kind of was our objective um, from the start. So um, I still feel good with our team. I feel good with what's going on there. I know we're spending a lot of resources on that. Thank you to those of you that that have, have upped the year giving to help us with that. It's been very much needed as we've been spending so much money in Canada, in British Columbia and Ontario that uh, every little bit helps. So we appreciate those of you that have been willing to up your contributions or give a one-time big gift. Uh, it was absolutely imperative. We needed it and we appreciate it because things are really uh, amping up all over the world. So now's the time to grow. We we would really appreciate it. And we love Canada, man. We're going to stay there. We're going to keep fighting on your behalf. I just got an email. I haven't had a chance to really review it about some issues in Alberta that we'll be looking into as well. So, and obviously in Quebec, we've been looking at a couple factors up there. So lots of stuff going on in Canada. Um, we're going to continue to update you as we go along. But what I need from you is just sharing, sharing, sharing with your colleagues. If, if COVID 2.0 is enough to get them on board, great. Great. Um, we don't know what's going to develop there, but we just need to grow our influence in Canada. I will be up in Toronto um, the last Saturday of September. I'm going to be speaking at the CNAC event. I would love to see you guys there. If uh, if you're going to that event, if you're not, you should consider it. It's in Toronto. Should be a great, great event. Um, and I'm excited to be with our, our uh, sister organization. Uh, CNAC has been a phenomenal resource for us. We've worked well together throughout um, the country. And yeah, we're excited to be a part of that event. So I'll be up there then. Hopefully you have an opportunity to see you. All right, Canada, we love you. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Have a great one. United States, um, not a lot to update you on the military. We're still waiting for the Senate to come out with their version of the NDAA. Once that happens, then we'll know if our language is there. Um, we have been having conversations with ranking members um, about appropriations, as we've shared with you before, trying to get that money. But we're also started a couple other conversations with some individuals within the DOD. Um, some relationships were kind of uh, developed um, through some acquaintances. And so we're having some conversations that I'm not sure yet if it's going to be beneficial or if it's going to produce any results. But we are excited to ha be having conversations with ranking or higher level individuals within 
the DOD. So again, we're not going to stop. This is, we're going to get it done one way or another, if it takes me a hundred years or we're going to get it done in a year. Um, but this, this matters to me, matters to a lot of you that our military in the United States has access to chiropractic. So uh, again, a little bit slow right now as we're waiting for the different uh, chambers to do their work, but we'll update everybody as soon as possible on that. Uh, a lot of action in the United States is being done on our animal chiropractic front. I've shared with you before um, what we're doing there. I've been having even more conversations with key individuals, really looking at the landscape, talking to the uh, AVCA, American Veterinary Chiropractic Association, the IVCA, the International Chiropractic Veterinary Association, um, talking to the owners of a number of the schools, the animal chiropractic schools that exist. Uh, there, are, there are four of them around the country. Um, and really getting everyone on the same page. I think we have our language now. I'm also talking to state associations that have been working on this language. We're not trying to do anything to screw up what's already being done. We want to be an adjunct to that work. Um, so right now, I, I'm really just spending a lot of time asking a lot of questions, getting all the information, getting the right people to the table. Um, but we should be moving forward on this fairly soon and working with the American um Veterinary Medical Association, um, sharing with them what we're doing and hopefully going across the country with their support to get unified language uh, across the country so that those that have the certification can continue to treat uh, without any type of supervision or any type of referral. Um, we want to make sure that our chiropractors no longer get cease and desist letters. They're not getting fines. They're not getting letters from other licensing boards um, that they can just continue to love and serve as they've been trained to do. So a lot of work going on there, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but we should have some fruit for our labors here fairly soon as we start reaching out and building those relationships. So for those of you that are passionate about the animal side, uh, we're on it. Uh, and literally, I'm making calls every single day, um, learning more, making sure that I'm up to date on all of the issues before we really start pressing. So about mid-September, we should really start being mobile on this, having all the information, having all the players together. So we're excited about that. Uh, it's been great work and very educational. Also in the U.S., uh, obviously, COVID 2.0 has been taking a focal point as we've been, you know, I, I shared with you guys, thank you so much, the funding drive that we were doing. We were able to secure the attorney firm that we were after. That is a huge win for us. Um, they're very reputable. They're very strong. They're in multiple states, which helps us with our reach. And right now I'm just spending time educating them on the chiropractic mindset, really who we are, what we do, the issues we faced, how things went the first go round, um, you know, introducing them to a couple of our other attorneys that we already have on retainer, just sharing notes, all of that stuff. So we're really doing a lot of prep work. Um, to be prepared. We're still getting feedback that something's coming in September, uh, sometime this month, um, October, November, th those three months are when we're hearing that COVID protocols are going to start being introduced in certain parts of the country. So as we learn more, we will share it. Um, now's the time for you to stay plugged in. Make sure you're watching these videos, um, knowing what's going on. Any major alerts, I will send them independent as I did with the funding drive. Um, but man, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to be prepared, you know, not get caught off guard. We have our feelers just about everywhere now. So not very much should happen uh, without us having too much of a, of a head start on it. So um, yeah, I just love and appreciate you guys very much here in the U.S. for what you're doing 
the way you're jumping on board. Share, share, share with your colleagues. We need more people connected to who we are and what we're doing so that we can move together in one uh, one group, one organized group. So, all right, we love you, US. We'll be back at you in a couple of weeks. All right, guys, my conclusion today is just we've got to keep coming together. Um, the power that we have, as small as our organization is in comparison to many of the groups that we're fighting, we pack quite a punch. We have an amazing legal team around the country, around the world, rather. Um, we get insights from all over the world, which gives us a leg up on moving in certain areas. So I'm very excited about the infrastructure that we've built. Um, and and I'm, I'm even more excited that the profession is starting to trust us and they're starting to understand what our vision is, what we're not doing, which is just as important as what we are doing. Um, and so I want to just encourage you guys to keep telling that story. I don't, don't want to be a broken record. I don't want you to get annoyed with that, but our, there's really strength in numbers and that's how this organization is really designed to operate. So we could use your help with that, but we're excited to be that tip of the spear for you to make sure that your rights are protected. And again, we do all of this because our goal is to make chiropractic the number one healthcare choice in the world. So we love you. We appreciate you. We thank you for the trust and privilege that you've given us to be able to do this work on your behalf. So stay plugged in, man. Uh, stay up to date on the videos, watch the other podcasts as I'm interviewing more people around the world that are uh, really on tips of other spears doing things for the profession. I want you to be aware of that. So we love you. We appreciate you. We'll be back at you in a couple of weeks. God bless you and God bless chiropractic. And that brings us to the end of another enlightening episode of the State of Chiropractic podcast brought to you by the Chiropractic Defense Council. I'm your host, Baron Hoig, and it's been a pleasure to delve into the world of chiropractic with you today. We hope that this episode has provided you with valuable insights and perspectives on the ever-evolving field of chiropractic. Our mission here at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to foster education, awareness, and advocacy for chiropractic professionals worldwide. And we're grateful to have you as part of this community. Remember, knowledge is power, and it's crucial to stay informed about the latest advancements, research, and legal developments in chiropractic. By empowering ourselves through knowledge, we can make informed decisions, advocate for our profession, and ultimately provide the best care possible to our patients. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so that you'll never miss a future episode. We have a lineup of esteemed guests and, and thought leaders in the chiropractic community who will continue to share their expertise, offering you a well-rounded understanding of the profession. We'll also like to express our gratitude for our unwavering commitment of chiropractic contributors. Without your generous contributions, this podcast could not exist, nor could we do the work we're doing around the world. So this is a heartfelt thank you to all of you. Until next time, stay aligned, stay informed, and keep making a difference in the lives of those you serve. God bless.